Hey everybody, it's your local psychologist here, Psych Chrissy. Welcome to the Well AF podcast where all of your health and wellness is delivered in a no BS manner. Before you wreck yourself, yeah. Hello everybody. Welcome to 2020. <laughs> uh, welcome to 2020. It is Psych Chrissy here joining you live for the broadcast tonight. Uh, really important night tonight because I want to talk to you guys um, about obviously a very, very relevant event that we've got at the moment, which um, is devastatingly the bushfires um, and all that's going on with that at the moment. So I thought it was quite fitting um, to do my live broadcast tonight on uh, something that we call in psychology land vicarious trauma. All right. And the reason why I want to talk about that is because I'm going to tell you what it is. I'm going to tell you um, what to do and how to cope better um, because obviously, you know, with the bushfires being such, you know, a major, major crisis and a major event um, in our in our hometown of Melbourne, Victoria, um, it's just something that it's, it's affecting everybody. Um, and I think that also with social media the way that it is today, we are consistently exposed to images and stories and videos and, you know, there is actually nowhere that you can escape, you know, some of the things that we're seeing and some of the things that we're consuming um, in relation to the bushfire news and the events that are going on. So I thought it was very fitting tonight to just give you guys some strategies um, and talk to you about vicarious trauma because that will just give you an understanding um, about what you might be going through right now as a result of being exposed to all of this information and imagery and videos and, and posting and all of that sort of stuff. So that's going to be my content for tonight. I just realised I do this every time I do a live. I forget that Facebook doesn't show me the bloody comments. <laughs> Um, hang on guys, bear with me so I can bring it up. But um, just while I'm doing this, you might notice on my post tonight, um, I've done a little bit of a call out for um, a an organisation that I feel really passionate about called Wires. Now, I've spent a lot of time and effort um, over the last sort of week or so um, supporting humans um, with donations and community events and all of that sort of stuff. So I thought tonight I would give a little bit of a plug to um, the poor animals that have been affected by the bushfire crisis. So um, I'll put a link on here. Uh, Wires are the agency amongst a whole range of other agencies, to be honest, in terms of wildlife rescue. There's lots of people out there. Um, shout out to Kat Gilligan, who's one of my friends, who's an amazing wildlife carer. Um, she's absolutely been devastated by what's happening as well. But, um, you know, there's many people and organisations out there that need funds to be able to care for, you know, the devastation that has resulted from many, oh, I can't even remember the figure. It was, it was, it was crazy. Like it was half a billion animals or something like that that have been killed or injured. Like it was just such a phenomenal amount. So um, if you've got some spare change or some spare dollars, please click the link for wires tonight um, and, you know, uh, save some of that amazing donation money that everybody's been so generous with um, for some of our furry friends. So 
Hey on guys, I'm just bringing up my live video just in case you guys have got any questions for me tonight. Hey Sue! Sue was the legend on the weekend. Um, opened up her home, you know, for the donations and just went absolutely nuts with her and all of her helpers on the weekend. Um, so awesome to see you here tonight, Sue. Massive effort. I was so stoked to see all those pictures last night of you guys on the track and all the boxes and, you know, just insane. Um, so, and there's a few more fundraising efforts going on in Sunbury, as I understand. I know I think, Sue, let, let us know in the comments, are you guys still taking some collections? I know Sunbury East Football Club, um, Terry Smerden, if she's going to, Terry and Glenn, who I know well, um, they are running a fundraiser on Sunday. Uh, and Terry told me today they're even having a sausage sizzle. <laughs> so if you've got nothing to do on Sunday and you've got some things to donate, head down to the Sunbury East Football Club um, because they are taking over the reins for the community and um, getting some donations for the bushfire vict victims. So um, Sunbury East Football Club, guys, on Sunday. So, hey, Jules. Sorry, I can see your comments now. Welcome to the broadcast tonight. We're going to talk about vicarious trauma. Now, why am I saying this word vicarious and what the heck does it mean? <laughs> You're like, speak English, psych, Chrissy. You don't normally use, you know, big psych terminology. And I don't normally, but it's really important to add, I suppose, a, a, a name or a frame around what lots of people might be experiencing at the moment as a result of what they're seeing. Um, and vicarious in, uh, trauma is an emotional reaction it, and it can be I, I suppose a traumatic reaction to something that you are seeing sorry I'm just opening, opening my notes here guys um as a result of um you engaging empathically in an experience that you are consuming now as you know um it, it's almost like a um trauma um what's the word for it it's like you're not Potentially, because I'm not talking tonight about the trauma um, for the actual bushfire victims that are there. You know, that's a whole different kettle of fish. Uh, but I'm actually talking about the experiences that you, me, the neighbour, everybody on social media is potentially having as a result of consuming um, all of this information and imagery and video in relation to the bushfire um, event. So we can actually experience this thing called vicarious trauma because we are empathically engaged with what's going on we're you know traumatized by the images that we're seeing we're having strong emotional reactions to the stories and the narratives and you know the interviews of, of the poor victims that are you know coming on to the news and on social media and you know so we're, we're basically bombarded with and we have been you know for the last seven days of bombarded with very very traumatic information Okay, and as a result, you can experience a whole range of symptoms. So if you're, you know, and I'm going to, um, you know, outline some of these symptoms because I think it's really important that you understand that your reaction is quite normal. Um, so I want to normalize that, but I want you to understand that potentially it could be a result of, you know, vicarious trauma. So some of the common uh, symptoms and experiences of vicarious trauma are quite high levels of sadness, um, distress, grief, 
you know, and for a lot of people that might be consuming this content, they might feel a bit, you might feel a bit silly, you know, sometimes. Like you might think, you know, why am I always crying today? Or why am I, you know, feeling so um, unstable in my emotional experience? You know, when these poor, you know, bushfire victims are actually living and breathing and, you know, they're, they're suffering as a result of what's occurred. And I'm just watching this through, you know, the television. So it's totally fine. It's totally legitimate, you know, to have the emotional reaction actions that you might be having to what you're seeing and hearing, you know, and it's actually quite normal to have emotional responses to those things because we're humans, you know, and we do have empathy and we do feel for people when we see them going through things, you know, particularly um, when, you know, for Victorians and, and people that are, you know, very close to the situation, we as a community feel like, you know, well, if it's happening to them, you know, vicariously, it's also happening to us, you know, because, um, we, you know, we don't want this to happen, you know, in our town and to our animals and to our farmers and to, you know, everybody that we, you know, we care about, in a sense, in terms of community. So um, it's very normal to have emotional responses to what you're seeing. Um, as a result of that, you might notice some behaviours that start to eventuate as a result that might be a little bit out of the ordinary. So you might see an increase in alcohol use um, or eating or, you know, engaging in behaviours that, you know, potentially might be destructive or um, engaging in pleasure-seeking activities like alcohol use or eating more sugar or overeating or, you know, ordering takeaway, whatever it might be, just as a way of trying to self-soothe and make yourself feel better as a result of seeing all of this, you know, turmoil that's resulting at the moment. Um, you might notice that your sleep's become quite disturbed as well, that you're just not being able to get a restful sleep or you're waking up in the middle of the night or you're laying awake, you know, for hours and hours just thinking about, you know, images that you've seen or something that someone said on the news or something that you just can't get out of your head. You know, we've seen you know, lots of interviews with bushfire victims and, you know, and I know that I've got some statements in my mind that have replayed over, you know, I know I was at the gym the other day and I'm, you know, I'm running on the treadmill and I'm, you know, watching the, you know, little, um, what is it, the little subtitles roll across and I'm trying to run and I'm half choking on the treadmill because I'm like this poor bloody farmer, you know, <laughs> you know, getting overcome with emotion and, you know, trying to run on the treadmill. So it can get you anywhere, you know, and, and, and like I said, it's quite a normal um, experience as a result of, you know, seeing people suffering. Um, but sleep disturbance can definitely be a big one. Another psych term, look out, I'm being all psyche tonight, um, is rumination or, or a, a non-fancy word for that is overthinking and going over things over and over in your mind. And, you know, when we see things that are not necessarily very pleasant or that really stick with us, um, our brain has a habit of replaying that over and over again um, as a way of just trying to process some of the turmoil that we've been exposed to or some of the vicarious trauma that we're you know our little brains are in overdrive trying to work through all of these you know um, like I said the images and the the statements and the things that we're consuming every day either online or on the television or on the radio or wherever that might be so we might think about that a lot you know, you might find yourself at work thinking, why am I, you know, sitting here? And, you know, you might have strong 
sort of urges to keep pouring over the content. So you keep searching online and you keep all the news channels on and you, you know, because you just want to hear everything that you possibly can. Um, another symptom can be, you know, social isolation and, and you know, some agitation potentially um, in relationships or just being a little bit sort of short tempered or, you know, there's so there's lots of, I suppose, behavioral indicators as well that, you know, when we hear, see and consume distressing things that it does actually have an impact on our behavior. Okay, and and that can be quite normal. So if you're experiencing some of those symptoms, um, it's nothing to be, and I'm going to share with you some strategies of how to manage some of this, but it's nothing to be frightened about. It's nothing to be, you know, um, panicked about. It is just generally, you know, a... Um, a result of having been exposed and, you know, somewhat traumatized by the things that we've been hearing and seeing over the last couple of weeks. All right. So what do we do about it? Okay. So there are a few things that um, are really important in terms of trying to nurture ourselves through this really, really difficult time um, in our community. So one of the things that I encourage, you know, people to do um, is to reach out talk to people, you know, talk to family, talk to work colleagues, you know, whoever it might be around you. Uh, talk about how you're feeling. Talk about things that might have bothered you throughout the day or distressed you or, you know, because I can guarantee you there'll be someone around you that probably feels the same way. So sharing those emotional experiences and being able to verbalize, you know, what you're feeling and, you know, share that with another person has enormous um, impacts on our emotional regulation, our coping skills, the way that we deal with things. And it's a hell of a lot healthier than just bottling things up and keeping it to yourself. So sharing is caring, guys. Um, there are also professional support lines as well. If you just think, oh, I don't want to burden someone or I feel a bit silly or whatever it is. You know, people sometimes feel a bit funny, you know, about sharing um, their emotional experiences. There are, you know, hotlines like Lifeline, um, that you can call up. It's anonymous. You can sit there and talk their ear off if you like, um, you know, and even, even you know, face-to-face, -face, you know, local GPs, your psychologist, counsellors, you know, there are people um, professionally that you can also reach out to and access support from. So I am just looking. Sue, so is this Sunbury East? Friday night they're doing barefoot bowls. Oh, no, this is the bowls club. Barefoot bowls. Um, Sunbury Bowling Club fundraiser. Awesome on Saturday night. So if you don't have much to do, get down there and do some barefoot bowls. There you go, Sunbury. <laughs> There's another fundraising outlet that you can, um, you can get hold of. So thank you for that, Sue. All right, so reaching out, talking about it, sharing experiences, lightening the load, sharing is caring, very, very important, okay? Um, I think it's really important... Uh, to have a break as well. I think in this world that we live in now, we are so exposed to information. You know, with social media in particular, we are just consuming stuff, you know, 24-7. We've got a screen in our face. If we're not watching, we're listening, If you know. So um, it's tough. 
you know, and, and 10 years ago, we would never have been, um, you know, we would see some information on the news and that would be about it and in the newspaper. Um, but, you know, these days it's everywhere and I think it's really important that you do um, not overdo it on the consumption, um, you know, and I do obviously respect the need for wanting to get information and wanting to get informed and all of that sort of stuff, but it's also really important to know when to take a break and to know when to sort of move away from that and, you know, focus on more pleasant things or, or you know, focus on nurturing yourself, you know, engaging in self-care, you know, cooking, reading, pleasurable sort of activities, exercise, you know, having a coffee with friends, you know, not just sitting there and, you know, being glued for long periods of time to all of the information that's being shared. So um, make sure you're taking a break, guys. Don't sort of just sit there and, you know, become sort of obsessed and, you know, that can be really um, not healthy, you know, not healthy for the brain, not healthy for the emotions. Um, so self-care and taking breaks is really, really important. Um, maintaining routines is also important as well. So, you know, sometimes in, in these events, um, you know, we can get a little bit out of whack and we're, some of us are on holidays, you know, which makes it even more complicated because, you know, generally this would be a time where everybody's resting and socializing and going out for drinks. And, and now we don't know what to bloody do. You know, people are too scared to, you know, look like they might be having fun somewhere or, you know, doing something to enjoy themselves because, you know, we're supposed to be in a state of mourning. And, I, you know, I totally respect, obviously, the sense of sadness that, that everybody has, but it's really, really important to uh, maintain that sense of normality, you know, as well around your holidays. You know, if you would normally go to the beach on the holidays, go to the beach. You know, if you would normally catch up with some friends, go and catch up with some friends, you know, not sort of stopping what you're doing and, you know, putting your life on hold, being glued to what's going on, um, that it's, you know, it's healthy to maintain those uh, regular routines, particularly holiday routines as well, because, even holidays is an abnormal time for us because we're, you know, some of us are not going to work and we're not waking up at a particular time of day and we're not, you know, we might not be exercising, we might be eating differently, you know, so um, it's really important that we sort of keep as much normality as we possibly can and that we're also being as healthy as we can as well. So, you know, not over-consuming alcohol or over-indulging, you know, as a result of just wanting to self-soothe as a result of, you know, the information that we're being exposed to. So there's some of the, I think, some of the most important strategies that I think, you know, you need to be aware of and mindful of during this really, really difficult time. But more than that, I think one of the most important take-home messages that I, I want people to really have a think about is that it's okay to feel sad and it's okay to have emotional reactions to what's going on and it's not silly and it's not stupid and, you know, you shouldn't be you know, beating yourself up for having such responses. But it's also important that you share how you're feeling with others and you open up those conversations and you access support, um, you know, but at the same time that you take a break and you take care of yourself, you know. I think, you know, one of the things that I did over the weekend that I mentioned at the start of the broadcast was, um, you know, and people cope in different ways. 
And I think it's about really trying to find healthy ways of coping as opposed to unhealthy ways. And I find, because I'm a helper, by, by trade I'm a helper, you know, um, being able to touch base with my local community and, you know, do these lives and, you know, go check out some fundraising efforts of people and, you know, go through the supermarket and, you know, buy slabs of water and watch other people buying slabs. You know, that really made me feel good on Sunday, even though it was a, you know, horrible day. Um, you know, the Saturday was, you know, one of the most trying and challenging days for the bushfires. But I thought, no, bugger it. I'm going to go out and try and contribute in a positive and a meaningful way, you know. And lots of people are donating online and they're knitting mittens. And, you know, so I think it's really positive that if you can contribute um, to fundraising efforts or, you know, or be part of a community that is trying to be positive and is trying to con contribute in a meaningful way. And it doesn't have to be financial. It can just literally be you turning up to events and, you know, being part of, um, you know, the the community of, of what's going on. I think that can help, you know, because I, I can tell you now, and I know Sue's watching, but um, I've dropped into Sue's a couple of times on Sunday. And every time I walked in there, I was just stoked I was just beaming. I was just, you know, it was just electric. The second time I went in, there was shitloads of people in there. And I'm like, this is just awesome, you know, and it was, and everyone was smiling and happy and packing. And, you know, so there's really something to be said about surrounding yourself with people that want to do and want to contribute and that, um, you know, they want to uh, contribute in a positive way at such a, you know, awful time. So, there we go, guys. It's brief. It's simple. I don't want to overcomplicate things. Um, I do want to validate, you know, obviously that this is a really difficult time for people and you might be going through a whole range of emotions. But as I explained tonight, there are a number of strategies and things to be aware of, things to take note of and things that you can be doing um, to, I suppose, get through this, this, this difficult time um, and even, you know, encourage and support others to do the same. So, Thank you so much for joining me tonight, guys. It was awesome to, to see you all joining me live. Very, very important, uh, more so important than even other lives that I've done, to share the post, okay? Because sharing is actually caring, um, and sharing the post allows me to obviously touch as many people as I can with this information, and that's hugely, hugely important for me. It's why I do it, um, because I want to try and reach as many people as I possibly can with this really, really important information. Information. So I would love it if you could do that, if you could share the broadcast, particularly for tonight, because I know there's lots of people out there that are struggling at the moment that might need a little bit of a helping hand. So thank you, guys. I will see you all next week. Thank you for joining. Thank you for being absolute legends. And I'll see you all next time. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Well AF podcast. If you love listening to Psych Chrissy, please share and subscribe to my podcast or catch all the action on the Infinity Wellness page on Facebook at Infinity Wellness Centre.